welcome back welcome back to pop opinions pop opinions episode 45 yep yes so what you guessed last time and this time you're right yes any 45 reference you want to think of i two years ago i was 45 <laughs> oh that's such a fun way to start this <laughs> you say michael jordan his second number oh yeah that's right. 45 two, two three and then four five that's how i remember it oh i wouldn't have thought it of it like that but that is yeah 223 23 and then four or five okay case how you doing <laughs> he's like okay this is gonna be fun um okay uh, we're so we're recording a little bit early it's throwing me off a lot and hey look at look at ev- everyone that would probably talk about me being unprepared i was prepared you were prepared sunday night yesterday I know. night yeah it doesn't matter we're recording on monday but no we usually record like wednesday and he's like watching the movie that day and he's like making notes that day like right before we record and then last night he texted me he's like watching the second movie i was like wow what is happening over here being prepared i like it so yeah no i'm i'm good i don't know school's almost done holidays bring it on bring it on bring it on how are you jack i'm good um couple couple of podcasts to record today i know you're in high demand today i am but this is going to come out after so this is technically the second one even though it's being recorded first yeah tell everybody what we're doing tonight i'm so excited oh we're going to the drive-in we're going to the drive-in and we're going to see a quiet place too you don't want to stay for the conjuring no i don't want to stay for anything to do with that movie i don't want to see the beginning i don't want to see anything i don't want to see a promo of it nothing I wonder if the promos will be for Quiet Place. I know. It'll be probably, interesting. Probably be scary. I know. I know. I'm so scared. It's at the drive-in too. and mm, Probably won't be that. Actually, it'll probably just be louder. Yeah. I can guarantee that. I'm excited. I've wanted to see, I've been waiting for this movie. I think I've talked about it multiple times on here. I've been waiting for like over a year for this one. So, because I love the first one. So. I'm excited. Are you also excited for what we have to do today? Yes, obviously. We got our top 100 movie challenge and uh, courtesy of the ringer who put out a list that we can, we, I'll just say it. It was bad. Yeah, no, but it was bad. Bad, bad list. Oh, we didn't bring it up. It's okay. Yeah, they, you could go look it up. We'll, we'll give them some clicks if, yeah. they, if they want it. Um, so we're going to rank the 20. Did you do 23 or 24? Because uh, I added Luca. In so it. 24. Yes, 24. So we ranked the 24 Pixar movies that have been released, which is kind of shocking. 24 to me doesn't... It seems low, but also high because of how much, how long it takes to make these movies. For sure. And I always get confused if it's like Pixar or if it's something like else. Like it's just Disney or... What, I know Disney Pixar is like whatever, but yeah. this is just Pixar. Just Pixar. So it's like... But, but like Disney and Pixar then eventually work together or maybe even from the start, but they are conjoined now they are yes yes and so a couple of the movies i had to watch because i hadn't seen them so that was really fun it was good to have like that kind of especially when our movie this week was american psycho mm-hmm. should we start there yeah. all right american psycho uh from the year 2000 directed by mary heron who oh. i'm pretty sure actually no i was gonna say is a director of loki but i think that's kate heron but uh it's a horror psychological thriller it was listed as a dark comedy which yeah not really 
Yeah, I found that interesting too. Like a satire. Like I heard like every definition of this movie, which yeah, it's it's fascinating. So it's wealthy investment banker Patrick Bateman hides his psychotic ego and tendencies from his friends, but it spirals into bloodlust. That's a good description. So it's funny. I've never seen this movie before because I'm watching it. I know. And well, I'm not going to flip on a movie that's called American Psycho. Not usually. Fair. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, as soon as I turned on, I was like, I definitely have not seen this movie because I think I'd remember. There's a lot I would have remembered. <laughs> I would have been like, right, that happens. It's pretty memorable. Like, even if you've been away from the movie for a bit, you remember some pretty key details. For sure. Something would definitely pop in my mind. So, um, first, I will just say Christian Bale is so extraordinary in this. He it blew my mind, as always. I think he's really good on screen. I think he really can get into the character he's he's very very good at that um but he is crazy like yeah. he is like next level i don't even think psycho is the right word like he's a narcissist sociopath i don't know hedonism violent like oh yeah but my, i have to say yeah my favorite thing about him though in this movie is when he's like Okay, you know when he has like the two girls there, he's got like a hooker and another girl or whatever, yeah. and he's got them on the bed, and like the whole time he's like, okay, now do this to each other, and then he's just talking, like he's just having his own like conversation. I was like, this is really hilarious. Like you look over on one side, and there's some, you know, sexual stuff there, and then he's just having a full conversation. Just he's talking. Chat- I think that's one. That's the one when he's talking about Phil Collins. Yes, and the band Susu Sodio, and he's talking about oh, did you like in the air tonight? Like he just goes on like a tangent of like just chatting yeah and, and then, then he, jumps in yeah, i was gonna say and then he has sex with them and records it and then looks at himself in the mirror the whole time yeah is watching himself and yeah. that's what turns him on which i think is the, is the perfect thing and I, I don't i know there are great actors out there i don't know if anybody else could do this as good as christian bale did no it. no i'd have to think about it but i don't i don't think so not that i can think off the top of my head because whenever i think christian bale i go like mm-hmm. Edward Norton, Matt Damon, like I kind of have like throw a Leo like a, in there. Yeah, throw Leo in there. I think he could have pulled it off. I just don't think that's the type of movie he would do necessarily. Which was I think it was part of we did like what ifs or something, and one of them was he could have done that movie. Yeah. Or maybe I, I feel like he could have. I just don't think he would do it for some reason. Would have for sure. The could, especially who he was sorry, we're talking about Leo, right? Yeah, yeah. In 2000, like, you're coming off Titanic. I just don't think that's the type of movie. And I'm pretty sure him and Christian Bale have some kind of beef or they don't like each other. And I think that's... Oh, that's so fun. I think that's why Leo would have done the movie. I think just pretty much out of spite. Right. I didn't know that. I think. I, I don't want to speculate, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's... When I was doing research for What Ifs, I'm pretty sure that was one of the things right, I heard. That, that they don't. Especially because the actor and the quality of actor that they are they're probably up for a lot of the same roles yeah or they look at it and they think you know i could have done that better i don't think from what i know like christian bale tends to throw a bit of a lot of hissy fits and stuff like he's been known to be hard difficult to work with um i don't think leo has that same well i think it's also the movies that leo does definitely isn't as hard like when i think of christian bale i think of okay he did The Machinist, yeah. where he was maybe 100 pounds, yeah. maybe under 100 pounds, mm-hmm. and then uh, something like American Hustle, or right. even, um, wasn't he Dick Cheney? He played Dick Cheney he in did, that. He did, and he gained weight. Like, he's, he's gone, he's put his body, and then even in this one, he puts his body through the ringer, because 
he um, has this kind of opening monologue and he's doing this morning routine and <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm going to do this. And if my I face tre- if my face is a little puffy, I'm going to wear an ice, ice mask. mask while I do my abs. And yeah, he's, he's doing all these stretches and he's in the shower. He must take like hour and a half showers because he has a cleanser, a moisturizer oh, for like, everything. He has more beauty parts than I did. Yeah. I was like, wow, look at all of that. And it it's shows that it, it's a good message at the beginning to show his narcissism. Yes, for sure. That he thinks very highly of himself. The music was great. I don't know why we had to kill the puppy that maybe I could have done without. And, and again, it's the narcissism. It's and it's it it stemmed from someone having a business card that could okay. have been perceived as looking nicer. OK, I was going to ask you about these business cards because these business cards cracked me up because they were all white forms of white yeah. and it was different it's, fonts it's eggshell it's and, egg- the, and it's stuff like and, it, and and it's you can see the reaction like when there's one that isn't as good they're like oh yeah mm-hmm. that's good but then when they see one that challenges theirs it's like lewis i think or was that his yeah, name? yeah yeah he was like he pulled out his and they were all like oh yeah <laughs> hey guys it's a business card and they're all white like it's yeah it was really there yeah. so i think that's where the comedy kind of came in of just yeah. like it was silly right like they're ridiculous about what they care about. Yeah. But then in the end, was it all real? Right? I, I mean, love that I was, love this question. Yeah. And I love that it's just, it's up in the air. Because if it was real, he would have been caught. Like he shot cops and he shot, and then he thought a helicopter was chasing him and stuff. And then he called the lawyer and confessed everything. And then the lawyer's like, I don't even know who you are. And, and just kind of starts laughing. Yeah. He's like, oh, that was such a good joke. Yeah, like it's so. I don't. I one of my things is I don't know, especially the Jared Leto part of this, yes. Paul Allen. I don't. I I would love to think that this movie is. He's not Patrick Bateman, but it's just like his dreams, and that's who he imagines he is. Right. Because this Jared Leto character, uh, Paul Allen, thinks he's some other guy because they wore the same glasses. They do look kind of similar, not really, but right. He thinks he's this other guy, and that's kind of where we see. Maybe not the first, like, because he does kill the puppy and stuff first, but yeah, um, he brings him into the brings him into his apartment, and the one thing I've thought is, I know it's not right that he killed him, but the guy, like Jared Leto's character, kind of deserved it. Like he was a dick, right. and they were talking like, because I don't remember his name. The other guy's last name, he just kept calling him that. He's like, oh yeah, what about that Patrick Bateman guy? He's like, oh yeah, his girlfriend's got a nice ass. The guy's such a like, he's a weirdo or whatever he calls right. him. And it made me think, I'm like, yeah, he kind of deserves it. It, right. it. it definitely spirals a lot of the movie, but it's another one of those because he talks about Tom Collins. And then in this one, he's talking about Huey Lewis in the news mm-hmm. and he's playing hip to be square. And it's one of those things. And I wanted to, I guess, maybe pitching it as a, a topic on here isn't the best to record it, but I would love to do songs that you just relate right to movies. Right. Yeah. Because there's a guy also, I don't want to say this is my original idea. This guy on TikTok, I watch uh, Straw Hat Goofy, who we've gotten topics and stuff from him before. I have at least. And he did like songs that relate to like when you hear a song, what movie do you think of pretty much like an association kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Because when you hear certain like, oh, that's Pulp Fiction, that's whatever. Right. Like you're. Yeah. When I hear hip to be square, I think of this movie. Well, yeah. Or I think of the like uh, copy copying of this movie, like because people will use that song and then you kind of know what they're trying to parody. Right. You know what they're trying to pull off there. So, yeah, he just he really did kind of deserve it. It's also is funny that in 
especially I, I love watching these movies that we've had a bit of time away from because like Reese Witherspoon having such a small role mm-hmm. in this movie is hilarious. Yeah, it really was. Like I was like, wow, it's just a little teeny role. And like even the whole like relationship part of this, like he is having sex with anyone and anything. Yeah. He assumes she's cheating. I feel like she she wasn't. Yeah. I don't know. They had a they had a chemistry for sure, but yeah. that doesn't mean you're cheating. It just means you get along with somebody, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the food preparation at the beginning I forgot was like the absolute beginning because it's very poetic of what's about to come. There's a bunch of red drawing. There's yes. a lot of knife cuts, yeah. and it just shows it foreshadows what we're about to see. Right? Yeah, for sure. I'm trying to see. Oh, so Willem Dafoe plays the detective, Detective Kimball. And the scenes of them two going back and forth, Dafoe and Christian Bale, are so good. Yeah. And it's one of those I just, I want I want to hear someone talk about just those scenes. Like, what were they like? Like, how scripted was it? Especially when we are hearing about these movies. And I think it was last, would have been last week before Sunrise, when right. it was just like it wasn't that scripted and they just yeah. kind of let them go. I, I want to know how how much leeway these two would have gotten to have right. these good dynamic of scenes. I wonder if Christian Bale would like that or if I wonder if he's the type of actor that wants to know exactly what to say so he can prepare because he's a very method actor, right? Like yeah. He gets in it, so he might not he might not want to be, he might want to know exactly what I have to say so I can prepare mm-hmm. or, yeah, who knows? Once maybe. he's once he's in that kind of mode or space. That, that person, he can, he can channel what he thinks they would be saying and stuff, yeah. Probably. Um, there is, I mean, to me, besides the hip to be square, when he is chasing a girl and all he is wearing his shoes yes, and he is covered in blood yes, and he has with a chainsaw, chainsaw yeah, and then he drops the chainsaw on, on her. her. Yeah. That's, and, and then she's running through the apartment first and then she opens the closet and there's like dead bodies hanging in the, in bags on the you know, where you'd hang your coats. Yeah. Like, it's just dead bodies. Yeah, or even at one point, it opens the freezer and there's just a head. Yeah, but then he goes back to that place, like, the next day or two days later, and it's totally fine. And it's being sold, and it... and it, It's been painted, though. So it kind of leaves you, like, well, did they... Did someone... Paint it all out and then paint... Figure it out. Paint it? But And that girl was funny, the real estate. She was like, I think you have to go. And, like... I don't know. It's weird. So many weird things with that movie. Yeah. And I I just wrote down the ending is so insane that who could actually know it's true. Right. Because it's just it's so outlandish. And I think. Yeah. And I think it's a very fitting way because I know some movies will complain about, oh, it was so good. Then they got to the ending. The movie I always think of as Baby Driver. Like it was such a good movie. And then the ending was so like, why? You didn't. That you just like run out of script and go, yeah, he he's dead, everybody but he's not. Shoot, shoot everybody. <laughs> yeah, like it's it just felt like panic when this, the whole movie felt like panic, so yes. it kind of fit. Yes, for sure, I agree with you for sure. Do you know where the majority of this movie was filmed? I don't. It was mostly majority filmed in Toronto. Wow. And I thought that at one point because I recognized one of the when. He's on the run and he runs into a building. I'm like, I've totally been in that building. Right. And I think it's I feel the, like they've used that building a lot though in movies. Yeah. With the hallway, with the hallway and the and the elevator doors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that's down on Bay Street or something. Like I feel like I the financial I, district. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what it said. The majority, of, like, there's like uh, establishing shots and stuff that are in New York, but right. most of it's home to Toronto. Oh, wow, that's so fun. Keeping close to home. Yeah. Psychos. Psychos. So fun. 
Um, anything else? No, now I can't wait to talk about this next movie. <laughs> because you go from the psychological thriller to Jack's childhood movie. Toy Story. Toy Story, 1995. Had no idea who John Lasseter is. No, me either. But he is the director. Yeah. I think he wrote some of it, too. Oh. He was under as the writer, too. Uh, so this is a world, if you don't know the story, it's a world in which toys are alive and it pits longtime favorite toy, Sheriff Woody, and the arrogant assumed space ranger, Buzz Lightyear. And Who thinks he's a real space yeah. space ancient, and space man. Ranger. Ranger. Space man, yeah, ranger, whatever. I it's... saw this movie so much as a chi- when you were a child, like so much. I haven't seen it in a really long time. I kind of forgot a lot. I could recite a lot of it, though, still. Like it was still embedded in my head. Like I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, I know what they're going to say next. And I I think my favorite part about rewatching it was just hearing the music again because it brought back so oh. much memories for me. And it just like, you know, you got a friend in me, of course, but it's all the other ones you kind of forget and or like whatever. The, and even if it's just like little moments of music, Randy Newman does such oh, a good job and incredible. his voice is amazing. And it's just, it's perfect. He wrote for the, the movie. song, um, you got a, you got a friend in me. He wrote it one day, apparently. And I'm like, that is unbelievable. Like that is crazy. That's just like the art doing its work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was sorry, and it was the highest grossing movie in 1995. I did get that little. Ooh, that's. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say, but what about wasn't like all the good movies, but that was 94. Yeah. It was like Pulp Fiction. Yeah, 94 uh, was a good year. Shawshank and Forrest Gump. Yeah, it was a good year. Um, and Billy Crystal was offered the role of Buzz. Okay, oh. so he was offered the role. He said no, and then the movie came out, and he was like, "Biggest mistake I've ever made in my." in my career there was another character that i thought was billy crystal yeah like i swear i heard his his voice would fit into this this movie right and i have another little tidbit the carpet in sid's house is the same hexagonal pattern as the carpet from the shining wow i mean that kind of makes sense Sid, sid i always remember him i remember always remember that part being weird and a little scary like Sid is an actual, like an absolute sociopath. Sociopath. Like and he takes them all apart, and at least the toys fix themselves up. I know it they was... were so cute because they seemed so scary, and then they weren't scary. Mm-hmm. Uh, for mid '90s animation, not too bad. No, I think it's held up well. I do. I really do. Like I think it's done. Yeah, like you can't watch it and expect it's going to be perfect and look like all the other movies that we've you know, are now seeing like Toy Story 4 even, right? Yeah. Comparing those two, it's still just the classic. Yes. Um, the Pretty much near the beginning, um, Bo Peep and Woody, who you kind of see what their relationship is, and she goes, I can get someone else to watch the sheep. And I was like, they are going to have sex. They In this children's movie, they are insinuating there is sex i know and so that's what's great about being a parent when you have to sit through these movies like dad and i used to laugh and you guys would always be like what's so funny we're like um nothing it's all good right yeah um yeah i I thought that was really funny the tom hanks tim allen like combination no matter what it's gone through through the years it just they they just work so well together and those characters are so contrasted and are so well like written and put together yeah for sure uh i mean iconic line to infinity and beyond beyond. that's it and like there's there's you remember like the big details of this movie but i kind of forget like i kind of 
forgot that they ended up in Sid's house. Right. And then they had to escape out of that because most of them, like most of the, or I guess the three after this are all kind of them, like them as a group trying to do something together. Right, right. But this is like kind of the escapism movie. It's sad though when Buzz finds out that he is a toy. It's so it's sad. It's a and then real he goes existential crisis. Yeah, and he jumps from that like from the railing or whatever and he realizes he's a toy and then he just doesn't even care he's like it doesn't even matter anymore and so buzz has got to talk him into it and like that come on we got to get over there and andy's leaving soon and i have a surprise for you okay i have six questions a quiz okay pop quiz pop quiz jack didn't know about this so i'm really gonna these are hard okay I, is this is this retaliation for last week? I know you're so mean to me last week. Or was I good? <laughs> or you just really good? Okay. What is the um? What is the only thing that could drag Sid away from torturing Woody? The only thing. His mom yells something. I'll tell you that part. It is his mom. She yells. Bubbles uh, ready. Uh, isn't it pop tarts yes oh my god i can't i didn't know that was that. i didn't know that was woody i mean i did watch the movie yesterday but i didn't remember that was him torturing woody okay i was thinking of the when woody's on the barbecue right but that's when he's about to blow buzz up <laughs> um where is buzz lightyear the toy made uh taiwan oh my god okay what is the name of sid's dog uh it's not it's like something close to is it scrud oh my god you're so close take take out take out the r oh scud yeah Hmm. wow okay i was like i'm gonna get the hardest questions and bust him but okay what is the name of the pizza restaurant uh pizza planet yep okay what song was andy and his family listening to when they were in the car going to move I have to get something. I do not remember that because he, because it's the we're not aiming for the truck and they just drop in. I don't know what song they're listening to. Hakuna Matata. Oh yes, because I I read because I had the subtitles on and it said that because yeah she's just like the baby's just like laughing. Um, okay, last question. Okay. According to Buzz, who is Buzz's arch nemesis? Buzz's arch nemesis. Yeah. Is it not Emperor Zerg? Yes. Oh, my God. You're so good. What? Five out of six? You did. You got five out of six. I'm okay with that. For yeah. Especially for a pop quiz. For a pop quiz that you didn't get to study on. And I try to get hard questions. Like the- some of them were so easy. And I was like, no, no. I need hard. Even um, we were going through, as we were watching it, we were going through like the cast list. And the, uh, you know, the uh, neighbor in eight simple rules like the really nice fellow and he's mm, gosh no um yeah i guess I you haven't, yeah i haven't watched it in a long time that that guy he's like a neighbor it's basically like ned flanders is the voice of ham oh okay and then i was trying to th- uh, is that ham i can't because also don rickles is uh Aww. mr potato head yeah which great perfect casting mm. yes I have a pop quiz too. No, I don't. No, <laughs> no you don't. Uh, this was, I think, a good tie-in unless you have anything else. No, I'm good. To, uh, to our ranking the Pixar, this was the first Pixar movie. Yes. Yes. 
And I thought you were saying it's your number one, which I wouldn't be surprised if it is, but no, that's, that's why I thought you were going to start. And I'm like, maybe we should start the other dark show. No, but. then people won't listen. By the time you get to like 23 and you're like, I hate this movie. Yeah, who Not cares? Hate, but, just, but just, yeah, just no. like, yeah. Um, I think that's all. Yeah, that's all I got to. Um, besides just it, it was my favorite movie growing up and it still holds up. It was like you were the type you didn't watch a lot of TV because you were outside a lot. And but when I did let you like you could just watch it. And this is when there was like tapes like VHS or even when we had DVD, you would just you could start it over and just like if you were sick, like that's all you wanted. Like you didn't want any. There was no other movie I can think of in your childhood that you loved as much as Toy Story. And now it's your fave. And now it's held on for over 20 years. Yeah. Remember when you guys got the little action figures, too, and. You got, Meg got Jesse and then you guys could play and <laughs> it was cute. That was also the thing I realized the like kids playing and I was like, ah, I miss being like, obviously like you just grow up, but like when you're just a kid and you just make stuff up yeah, and like they just have all the boys in the house and like during the soldier, which that soldier scene, like the one gets stepped, stepped on and it's on. like, like legitimately yeah, <laughs> so dramatic, <laughs> it but it was like kind of sad at the same time. Yeah. That was one of the questions actually was how did he... How did he get hurt or something? Yeah, she just steps on him. Yeah, so I'm like, he'll know that. He'll know that. Uh, I also love that Pixar, for a lot of the movies, like, I didn't write down the years. I wrote them down in chronological order, and then I, like, ranked them. Okay. But if you watch them, there's so many small details that lead you into the next movie. Right. Like, I'm pretty sure it's... Oh, my headphones, like... Oh my god! Died for a second. That like look, scared me. You just look so panicked. And uh, could you ask me the other headphones? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if those are plugged in. Are those plugged in? No. The other those ones are plugged in. Yeah. Yeah, that really scared me. Yeah, you were really funny there. You were like full panic at the disco here. All right, that's that's better. Now they're just the other ones are wrapped around my neck. I can't hear it as well. It's not no. as loud, but no. it's okay. Yeah. I'll I'll live on. We'll we'll move on okay i don't even know what i was talking about um i don't either because your face scared me you're like these oh off. like yeah, let's remember to charge them though mm-hmm. um so yeah picks our movie yes, rankings you rank them okay number 20 did you do 24 24 yeah okay 24 um i'm looking because i didn't put them in order uh i put cars three okay my i did that for 23 same it's just i just don't even really remember it it's probably not very memorable it's just it's un. it was unnecessary and it's just definitely felt like a cash grab right yeah i put number 24 i put monsters university only because i've never seen it i know what i know meg died that's, i've never seen it though that's so sad i'm sorry i haven't seen it you should watch it eventually and then you can re-rank it because it'll definitely be higher really i think so okay that's so sad i'm sorry especially when i where i have it ranked it's like in the top five no not that high but okay higher quite a bit so that's your 24 was monsters university 23 cars three yeah yeah my 23 was finding dory yeah that was it's up there for me too it's just it it was unnecessary we we didn't i don't even know if i saw it either these ones are all ones i haven't seen yeah it's just we we didn't need it I, i i get it and a lot of these movies have done a lot of these sequels have done it where there's so much time in between but this like was just frozen worked like frozen when they did frozen and then they did frozen 2 like people lost their minds and yeah. it still is popular right but for some reason this didn't yeah. it didn't work monsters inc to monsters university i i agree there is a drop off incredibles incredibles 2 
it's not much of a drop off, at least to me. But this was the one that I just I couldn't get behind. Yeah. I did 22. I put the good dinosaur. Now I haven't seen it. And when I watched the trailer of it, it looks really good. And I, I wish I had seen it, but I had to see. So I had to watch quite a few movies. So I was like, I, that was just not one that I had time to watch. So I put it there, but I think I will eventually watch it. Cause it looked really sweet. Mm-hmm. Like I it, liked it, it was really cute. Yeah. Uh, my 22 was cars too. Again, okay. I really liked the first cars, but it just it didn't need a sequel but it was just so popular that it got that one. they thought let's do it mm-hmm. what number is that for you 22 okay and you're 21 my 21 is onward okay you and i are like it's we're all very close so my 20 is cars 2 and my 19 is onward okay. onward i really had a hard time with i so this is one i hadn't seen so i watched it and it's about like these boys well they're like they're not like boy boys, like human boys. They're whatever they are. And they're trying, They their dad had died or whatever. So they're trying to do the spell. And then like he comes back with it's like a half a body. Like it's just his legs. And then they go on this adventure to find this stone to get like the whole body and spend the day, one day with their dad or something. I was just thinking of it from a kid's point of view. Like Meg would have been terrified of that. Like that would have terrified her. Like, why is it a half a body? Like, I don't know. It just didn't do it for me, for sure. But mm-hmm. that was, yeah, I did that as 19. Okay, so I'm on 20? 20. Yeah. Uh, my number 20, I probably should have put this in order. Probably would have made it a lot easier. I don't know if I... Oh, I put Luca, just because I haven't seen it. But it looks cute. Wow. Wait till you hear where that is for me. Uh, So still me, 19? Yeah. Uh, 19, I put Brave. It just, okay. it didn't really... I didn't. I never really related to it. Yeah. Uh, eighteen. Uh, eighteen. I did Inside Out. Now I know a lot of people like this movie. I did really like it. I did. I liked it. I just found it had a big lull for me. Like I liked the aspect of it. I liked the idea of it. I just found it had a lull for me. That, that's yeah. fair. Yeah. Uh, eighteen. I had the good dinosaur. Okay. It's cute, but like, not to the level to me. I can't say exactly where I don't remember exactly where it is but once I see it I'll tell you the point where this is where I'm still at the point where these movies are just kind of meh yeah these no are still me my too meh. me too these are my meh 17 um I put Toy Story 3 Ooh. well you yeah. didn't like you didn't like it as I much. didn't like it I found it to be very dark and I didn't really like the story so I wasn't really into it so that's okay yeah I put a bug's life oh that's my 16 it just so we're it's cute but it's like it's not the top notch yeah yeah uh my 16 16 yeah i put coco because okay. i haven't seen it but on reputation alone i think it deserves yeah it's in my yeah it's in my top 10 so i think if you had seen it you probably right it's the same as me of monsters university though probably uh 15 i did up yeah, i got i got it i got that one higher oh, okay yeah uh, I, I liked it. Again, it just wasn't like, I don't know, just wasn't one of my favorites. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, my 15 is Cars. Okay. And I like that there's two, the both the English and German uh, car actors, mm-hmm. both in the MCU. Oh, fun. Owen Wilson and then uh, Daniel Bruhl, who's oh, uh, okay. uh, Zemo. Oh, I love him. We're both Cars. 14. Uh, I did Monsters, Inc. Uh, I did Incredibles 2. Okay. So this is this is probably Cars is probably the beginning of like these are really good movies and it's kind of hard to pick and choose in yeah. between them. So what I did, I showed Jack, I had them on sticky notes so I can move them around because 
it was hard to pick it and then like you know like trying to move them and I'd be like oh no that won't work because I want that one higher and it was just too confusing so I put them on stickies that probably would have been better would have been easier Uh, (laughs) yeah what did what did you do 14 14 Incredibles 2 okay I did 14 Monsters Inc I already said that so my 13 is Brave um I liked it I this is one I had to actually watch I liked the concept of it um I liked that it was like a mother-daughter relationship and the mother wanted her to be a certain way and she wasn't like that and they wanted to like marry her off and she was, you know, they both just kind of were misunderstood and then, you know, they had to kind of come together and stuff. So I liked it. I'm not quite at the point though where I'm like, these are like my yes movies. Yeah. I'm not quite there yet. Okay. Uh, 13? Yeah. This is going to be a shocker. Okay. Toy Story 4 wow i thought it was a good fitting end to the story but again this is from cars at 15 pretty much till two or three are all pretty interchangeable for me right right it's just it was a good wrap up to the story i don't have i don't like have any problems with it i just don't think it was like the spectacular over the top yeah that the other three were right well it's okay uh 12 i did cars uh 12 yeah. I did Monsters University. Okay. So like, not that it's like a top five movie, but it yeah. was still really cute. And I thought out of all of the sequels, maybe Incredibles 2, but I, I I think it did a really good job. Right. Okay. Of being, well, it's not a sequel, it's a prequel. Oh, right. Because it's, yeah. University. University. And then they get real jobs. Right. Now they're Scaring doing, kids. <laughs> now they're doing a show. Oh, are they? Yeah, Disney Plus show. Oh, that's so cute. Um, okay, so that was my number 12, right? I did Cars. Yep. My number 11 is Incredibles 2. And this is where I think it starts taking the turn of like, these are movies I really started to really love. I love The Incredibles. I love both of them. I thought they were both great. Yeah, I like two is not as good as the other one. No. But it's it still... held up pretty well. Yeah. Especially for the 13 years it had in between. Yeah, I, I really like it. That was 11? Yeah, that was 11 for my me. My number 11 is Ratatouille. I knew you were going to say that because that's my number 10. We're just, we're, we're, we're one like, off. Yeah, for a lot of them. Again, really good. A part of the interchangeable list. Just. I love, um, I love visually this movie. I think it's really well done. Definitely, I would say visually one of their better, better ones with the food and the color of it, whatever the color they use. Like to me, it was really good. Um, yeah, I liked it. It. It did have a tiny lull for me, but for the most part, I loved Ratatouille. Even doing it now, I'm thinking, did I like Toy Story 4 better than Ratatouille? Probably. Right. See, yeah, and then you... Go back. But I didn't. I don't want to change it now. Yeah. So, 10, we're in the top 10. We're in the top 10. You said... Uh, my 10 was Ratatouille. What's your oh. 10? Uh, my number 10 is Finding Nemo. Okay. Again, still really good. Just yeah. not... Not to the level. I I think it's maybe eight or set. I don't know. Actually, I would say it's nine where it starts for me being like, this is the elite of the elite. Right, right. Um, Okay, so I did four, number nine, Toy Story 4. I really liked the movie a lot. I thought it was just, um, I thought it was funny. I thought it was like had still the scary parts and the you know, like, I don't know. I really cor- enjoyed it. It was very, I, I, I would say it's probably the quirkiest out of the movies. Yeah, that's probably why I like and it you, the best. Man, yeah. Because you like quirky. I like quirky. Uh, my number nine is Wally. Okay. I, I I get everyone's, like, hype for it. Mm-hmm. I think, honestly, when I watched it, it, it felt like a little too real of, like, this could actually happen. 
Like it, so it's kind of scary in the way of, yeah. And I don't think it's really meant for like kid kids. No. Like it's definitely meant for a bit older that can kind grasp. of, yeah, grasp it. And maybe just even more adults, <laughs> like really, right? Doesn't it? That is like, especially the jokes they throw in these movies. Uh-huh. It makes it at least palatable for adults. Yeah, for sure. Um, What number are we on? Sorry. I uh, just did nine. Okay. So my number eight is Finding Nemo. I really loved the movie when it first came out. I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I remember loving it. And I like his little adventure and then the dad. And I love the turtle and I love Dory. And so I, I liked, yeah, I put it at eight. So is number one Finding Dory then? Yes, definitely. Because you liked Dory. No, Finding Dory is 21 for me. Uh, what about eight? Yes, you're on eight. My number eight is Up. Up, yes just the amount like the going into this movie you're just thinking oh it's this fun even when you leave you're like oh it's this fun adventure movie Mm -hmm. but they just like rip your heart out in the beginning of this movie yeah and it's so sad and then they just never talk about it again and they're just like all right let's go on this adventure like oh are you done crying all right there are a bunch of balloons on his house now right but that that was kind of one of those hooks like them doing that made me think like wow what are they going to do with this movie i have to watch it right i have to see what's coming visually it was really cool too i liked the colors of it and stuff um my number seven is coco i think if you watch the movie you'd really i think you'd rank it higher maybe not but it's definitely got i think it's um like a mexican back heritage thing and it's um this kid who wants to play music but then his backstory is like this guy broke someone's heart so they're not allowed to he's not allowed to have music and that's all he wants like he feels it in his soul that this is like he wants to be a musician and and then he ends up going to like the uh, like not earth but like kind of I guess you want to say heaven yeah just he's not dead he's kind of in an in-between and he meets all his relatives and stuff and then there's all these backstories up there too and I don't know I found it to be a very sweet story the music's really cool it's yeah I really enjoyed it it was one of those ones I had to watch though because I hadn't seen it so and I really liked it and I still have to see it yeah so maybe it gets in that top 15 maybe you never know uh my number seven is Toy Story 3 okay it's not as good as the first two right I can, I can say that the okay. having it at the right place at the right time it, it was the right movie for me to see in 2010 for your age yeah it would have scared you though you have to admit if you had been younger oh both for sure. you and meg were very sensitive like still are but like you were sensitive to that kind of stuff yeah it would have scared you if you had been you know like you were 11 when you watched it right if you had been like six seven like do you remember that star barnyard? wars yeah oh, oh i was gonna say that barnyard yeah barnyard was sad that's another drive-in that was a drive-in and you both were bawling your eyes out and i was just like what have i done i've traumatized my children but it was like and especially it's like ah it's kevin james and he's a cow and then it's like and then his dad dies <laughs> he's dead and it was like raining Murdered. at the drive-in and they were both like i was like i could see it coming i was like oh boy <laughs> Yeah, sorry. It's off tough. base there. I don't know. Off, off the Pixar. Uh, my number six is Toy Story 2. I like the Toy Story. I love the Toy Story franchise. I um, So, yeah, no, I picked uh, Toy Story 2. My number six is Inside Out. Yes. I love the... And it's also, like, to a lot of these movies, the realness of mm-hmm. just, like, it's not just always fun. Yeah. And what the what the scroll goes through the adventure part of it it does i do agree that it does have a lull but just the real emotion and it's almost just like 
the puberty and growing up and you have all these things you like and at some point you just want to give everything up and you don't want to do anything and you want to crawl into a ball and cry like it was just it was one of those things like if i watched it when it came out it might have been a little too real right i might have related to it a little too much but it was still i loved it yeah that's good uh my number five is wally um i loved it i haven't seen it in a really long time but i remember really loving it and crying and like really it's it's one of those ones that like hits hits the soul and it really makes you scared for our planet yeah yeah i mean if if it hits you there i'm gonna put it at number five i'm going with soul whoa yes it is like existential crisis waiting to happen yeah it is it's it is funny it's got funny parts in it but it is it is mostly pretty serious and deals with a lot of like again existential questions of like why am i here what is my purpose like it it's not an easy watch and when you get through it you'll enjoy it you'll have jamie fox is amazing like Mm -hmm. it's it is such a well done movie but then you just kind of finish it and you go Hmm. what do i do now like you feel like you need to do something productive yeah yeah, I agree. Or also just feel like you're wilting away. <laughs> so true. I have it higher, so I'll wait for that. So that was your so that was my five. Did you say five? Yeah, I said Wally. Okay, so four. Four, I put Luca. Can I wow. tell you how much I love this movie? It's so cute. It's so good. It's so it's just it brought me so much joy. Um, so it's about these I guess they're like sea kind of creatures. And so they live underwater and he lives, this little boy lives with his, you know, mom and dad and whatever. And he, but he wants, it's kind of like reverse. Like it's kind of like a little mermaid situation where he wants to be on land. Like he wants to see people because he's always been told it's scary out there. But when he gets out of land, he becomes a boy. So he can then, um, he's on the, I think they're on the Amalfi coast of like Italy and he meets another one like him and they become friends and they want to get a Vespa and they want this Vespa and it's all they talk about. And they meet this girl who's like going to go in this big race. And I don't know, it's about like kind of just accepting people and it has a lot of messages in it, but without it thrown in your face, it's kind of like a fun little adventure and the parents you have like kind of the parents thing and you have the friend thing and you have like there's a lot of it's really cute it's beautifully shot it's i loved it it really brought me a lot of joy yeah i'm 10 uh my number four is the incredibles yes the original the family and the way they set up a sequel was so annoying that it took so long and like every like year someone would post like remember when they set up the incredibles and just haven't done anything about it (laughs) yes and until they did like it was just it was the movie you were left with and the family dynamics are very real like they don't this is again pixar at its best they're not sugarcoating anything there are some real family problems going on in this movie yeah and they're also superheroes right and, and I love that they all have their own Yeah, thing. like they're all unique. And yeah. even even Jack-Jack the love baby, Jack-Jack. like it just, they all have this uniqueness to them. And even watching even Toy Story, it made me think of like some of these lines still live on. Like mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite parts, and I called myself Mr. Incredible driving Meg's car once because I'm just <laughs> like so big in it. And he gets out of this car and this kid's staring because and that's the thing about these move these these two movies is that everyone knows they're superheroes or maybe doesn't know exactly but some people know both sides of the people right and this kid kid just goes or 
uh, it's the dad Craig T. Nelson's like, well, what are you looking at or what are you waiting for? And he's like, kids like, I don't know, something amazing, I guess. <laughs> and like these lines live on with social media, especially with TikTok now. Right. That people use these sounds and like, where do I know this from? And there's one from, like I said, one in Toy Story that I was like, where did I, why have I heard this? And then, and then I was like, oh yeah, people use this on TikTok. Right. And it's just, it's amazing to me. Uh, so that's your number four. Yeah. My number three is The Incredibles. So. <laughs> Yeah. pretty pretty on par so and then i made meg do it it was her number one movie she's like i just love this movie and i was like what's not to love and edna and like everything yeah. and just the yeah like the family dynamic and how they all work together but how they're you know they're violet and you know, I don't know you have like this family that they're all struggling in some way but they come together when they have to and yeah, yeah. even when i think it's the like very end that dash is in a race and he's allowed to win, but he can't win too easily. Yeah, right. So he's like looking up at his dad. He's like, slow down, slow, slow down. down, like make it close. Yeah. And then he starts in slowing down. They're like, well, speed up now. You're you not going to win. win. <laughs> yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. So number three is my, is the Incredibles. And Meg wanted me to say it was her number one movie. Fair enough. Yes. My number three is Toy Story 2. Okay. I just, I, I love all the Toy Stories. I couldn't just rank them one, two, three, four. I, I had to take into like what those movies did for me and toy story like especially when they throw in um who's the the singer that is always in like the sad dog commercials um I sarah think. mclaughlin no yeah isn't just i think she does one of the songs I will remember no like the or maybe it isn't maybe uh. it's just joan cusack that does uh uh when somebody yeah we're great singers we're really good you guys and especially when toy story 2 for the time that it came out and they did like the fake deleted scenes Mm -hmm. and the prospector does some inappropriate things or (laughs) suggests inappropriate (laughs) things and i'm like why didn't every movie do this yeah put in fake bloopers like that that to me is just so funny so funny and it just works for an animated movie because you literally have to tell these guys, all right, we we did our move here, even if you do it in the middle. Like, let's just pretend they messed up. Yeah. Let's pretend these let's animated. Pretend. Let's just, we have all this money. We have all this time. Let's just, let's make bloopers. For sure. Bloopers so are so funny. fun. They are. They're really fun. So yeah, number three, Toy Story. Okay. My number two is Toy Story. Just, just Toy Story. Just, just old. Just, I'm just going to throw it to the OG and um, again, nostalgia and just the story of it and I mean, it was the fir- like you say, it's the first one. So you're just like, what is this? Like, it was just so mind blowing. And I watched it probably a bajillion times. So it's got that special place in my heart. My number two is Monsters Incorporated. Wow. It was just. That's what Meg said. That was her number two. It, it was just. And again, with Toy Story, once this came out, I just had that second movie to go to. Yes. Yeah. Because even Incredibles was a couple years after that. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So like that that was kind of my bounce back and forth between Toy Stories and Monsters, Inc. And Boo is so cute. And like the way they just kind of like flip the like everything is about scaring. And then by the end, it's all like changed. And yeah, uh, even I know Meg will love that I mentioned the scene where they find a sock on one of the monsters. So they take the sock off, but shave like the monster or whatever like shave him and they have all the, like the uh, guys in the yellow <laughs> right. suits yeah. and it's like hazmat. this emergent hazmat yeah <laughs> for the sock right because it came from the outside world right and it also is one of those movies that i think it had the toy story like ball in it and like a finding nemo doll right like it was just 
Pixar really knows what they're doing with yeah. all these movies. I don't remember Monsters Inc. as much. I think that was, you know, you guys were getting to the point where I could stick you in front of a movie and go get stuff done around the house. Like it was, I think when it was the Toy Story era, like I still was sitting and watching with you and stuff like that. But by the time Monsters Inc. kind of came around, I think I was like, yeah, you two watch this. I'm going to be. So I don't know if I, it was probably on as, you know, often because you both loved it. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I was really like in it. Especially like you give you give me a Billy Crystal, John Goodman duo. Duo yeah. I wouldn't have picked to expect, but it just it, it just works. works so well. Yeah. Finally Billy Crystal was like, Fine, I'll be in a Pixar movie. <laughs> Apparently that's what happened though, whenever the guy called and they said, Oh, it's so and so from Pixar and I guess he picked up the phone and went, Yes. <laughs> he didn't even say hello, he just went, Yes. Cause he, I you know like that's one of those what ifs. Like you you know, once you see the success of one of those movies yeah. that you realize your mistake for sure yes number one my number one is soul i just think it was it really i don't even know i think we've talked about it before like i wouldn't even know how to describe what it did to me like it really it hit me hard and i think it was for i don't think it's necessarily a kids movie i think it is definitely meant for older um and, and maybe they would like it just for the just for the animation and the music and the that's fine but when you watch it as an adult it it takes you on a journey and you really you really start like we've said it before we watched it all of us i think it was you your girlfriend and dad and i right yeah. i don't think meg was here no, no. She, she watched it by herself but it was like it ended and none of us like moved or talked like we just were like what are we doing with our lives and are we living our best life and are we you just you go on a journey that's mm-hmm. all like you say an existential crisis right mm-hmm. so yeah that's my number one my number one i think it's gonna be a shock to no one yes it's cars three no, no. <laughs> toy story, toy story. You, it's yeah. it's impossible to, to really in I would even I'll throw the top 16 I'll throw Coco in that list it's hard to go wrong with any of those movies we picked Mm -hmm. but trusting the OG yes and yeah how many times not that I remember watching it every time as a kid but as I'm watching the movie I I do like find myself like oh I could probably get pretty close to reciting this oh yeah I couldn't believe how much I still remembered and I haven't seen it in probably I don't know, 15 years or I don't know, something uh, probably along those lines. 15, yeah. Yeah. And I still remembered a lot of the, yeah. You're welcome for that. No problem. (laughs) Thank you. Yes. (laughs) All right. I'm going to, I'm going to throw a curveball at you. I'm going to say, let's take a break and let's talk about the next two episodes of Loki. Okay. And we're back. We're back. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have to do the intro again. Oh, okay. Uh, Loki episode three we wanted to put this in there besides I guess we just mentioned that we saw a quiet place too in the drive-in totally um yeah we just saw a quiet place too because we talked that we were gonna go see it so now people are gonna be like that's weird because they already saw it we did see it um yeah it wasn't um so nothing about the movie I'm just saying the experience wasn't the best drive-in experience I've ever had no a lot of people like starting and restarting their cars there was like a dance recital going on beside us and they were very inconsiderate so they were i think it's a great idea like when i was like oh what a great idea like everyone can just see the recital but they were in their cars and like screaming every 30 seconds so i was like huh no and it was a bajillion degrees it was so hot and humid the dog had a really we didn't have a great time with her i ended up having to sit in the back by myself because yeah 
It wasn't the best experience, but I enjoyed the movie. You thought it was okay. I thought the first one was better. Yeah. But they were also very different movies, which I liked. And I really hope we did that movie. I mean, if they want to do a third one, you can. But I feel like... Oh, no. I think they should stop there. I think, like, unless they're going to show us how they get rid of them or something or... It kind of felt like those, like... I guess I shouldn't, like, spoil Yeah, I don't want to spoil. But... um, It felt like it could have been a last movie. It could have been. Yeah. It definitely... It could go on and it could be a last movie. So I think they ended it kind of brilliantly just to see what plays out. Um... I think the girl in it, Melissa, I think her name is Melissa, Maleficent. Not Maleficent. That's like a Disney movie. Millicent. Millicent. Yeah. And she's deaf in real life. She was so brilliant. She was so good. I was so obsessed with her. I think she's so good. And um, I thought for, so the first one I thought was, well, the first one I loved because it was like, you didn't really know what it was and whatever. So now that we know what it is, like, how do you survive? And they had to like leave because everything, they just like killed them all and whatever like the, I'm saying the end of the first one right and so their house is on fire so they have to leave so then it's like you're on kind of an adventure and stuff and you it's not as quiet as the first one either because there's p- other people and there's like conversations and yeah there's, there's like whisper conversations yeah so I know I really liked it I thought I thought the action was a little bit better in this one like I felt like it was more kept me on my toes this one and they also showed us what day one was like like yes. that that opening scene and everything mm-hmm. they did and that was unbelievable yeah yeah no I really liked it I just think the experience wasn't great so I'm gonna definitely watch it again when I can maybe see it more and not be so distracted by so many things which never happens to me at the drive-in I love the drive-in but that wasn't my favorite experience there yeah it was it was a little tough yeah uh, so Loki, episode Loki. three, you're the one that took all the notes. So I will let you lead this conversation. No. Okay. So we end with um, Loki at the end of episode two gets in the portal mm-hmm. and follows, which we now know her name is Sylvie, but we think it's female Loki for the first little bit until they. Well, it is female Loki. I think she just decided that she didn't want to be Loki. Right. So her name is Sylvie. Mm hmm. Um, so she's, so the opening scene of episode three is she's sitting in this like bar with a girl and they're just having drinks and it looks very innocent. And then you realize that it is the female Loki, Sylvie, I'll call her trying to get information from that guard that mm-hmm. was in the supermarket. So she created like a whole scene, right? Uh, and like the, like she had already, by the time the TVA had gotten to that guard, Sylvie was already gone. Like, it already gotten the information she needed. Yeah. So she was sitting there, and she was like, they're having drinks and whatever. And she's like, oh, do you know what a break? She's trying to trick her into telling her how many people guard the timekeeper. Yep. Time. Keepers. Keepers. How many timekeepers there are, or who guard, how many guards there are? I think it's how many people guard, guard them. Yeah. So, and the girl won't give it up, which I really love. Like, she couldn't be tricked, which I think frustrated the Loki, right? Because she kept asking her and she kept pausing before she would say anything. Anyway, she ends up there. Loki or Sylvie ends up at the TVA. And what I found interesting is she went for the first guard and she tried to do her magic thing and it didn't work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, why? I wonder why. I think it's beca- because of the TVA and like Loki can't use his powers in the TVA. Mm, I imagine right. it's something like that. But then he was using it when he was fighting with her, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like... Didn't he have like knives and then he didn't? But he had them. 
uh like they were just in a locker mm. like he okay. didn't he didn't magic the the yeah knives or whatever they were yeah i think it was once they left the tva is when they when he started using it mm-hmm. okay um so yeah so she fights her way she's about to get on the the, the gold elevator and then loki ends up there and then they're fighting and um so other people arrive so they go through this uh, portal i guess we call it right mm-hmm. and they end up at lamantis one yes in 2077 yeah so um which is it's it's a planet that the moon is literally about to crash into and kill everyone because she knows that this is going to happen which is what this which is what sylvie has been doing is hiding in these natural causes Mm -hmm. because natural disasters because no one's going to look for her there why would anybody want to go there Mm -hmm. but loki figured that out because he's like that's where i would hide (laughs) so um so what we found interesting though so they get on and there's like stuff being like it's you know um, stuff being like dropping on the planet. Almost like meteors. Yeah. So they're dodging those and then they end up in this like little town thing and it just both you and I said, man, this looks like Star Wars. It, felt, like, it did feel like Star Wars and even dad was like, I think Disney saved some money and just reused a Star Wars mm-hmm. set. That, like I was like, this set looks so familiar. Like it just looked like a Star Wars kind of thing and then they sneak their way onto a train and even the train kind of reminded me of a Star Wars kind of vibe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then they have like a pretty d- deep conversation, I guess. My favorite is when she said um, uh, about love is hate. And he out of thin air pulls like a pen and paper. And he's like, wait a sec, let me get that. Like he's so good. Tom Middleston. I always say it wrong. Hiddle. Hiddleston. Yeah. Hiddleston. He's so good. Like he's just what an actor. He's really good. And, um, and their dynamic together oh, is so good. Yeah. Because they have such cute banter. And they're trying to. They're trying to convince the other one to trust them, but also try to deceive them at the same time. Yeah. It's a good mono mono. Who's going to trust these guys, too? They're like, they're just known for their mischief and they're right. Mm-hmm. So what they're trying to do is get a, a um, their the portal thing that they use. What was it called again? Time pad, I think. Yeah, they use the word a lot. I can't really can't believe I forgot, but it is low on battery, so they need to get it charge to get out of there that's why they haven't left the the planet so then they get thrown off the train mm-hmm. well um, loki gets thrown off the train and sylvie follows him because she knows that's her only way out it's her only way so then they end up at a town where they want to get on a it's like a spaceship or something to get off the planet right yeah i think they called it an arc which i found kind of funny like yeah. pretty ironic to like use. noah's ark yeah <laughs> but like the space version right yeah, to and, get out. And it's this, like, beautiful... Like, once the chaos really ensues, it's just this one shot of them trying to run away from all falling debris. Loki, uh, a building is about to fall on them, and he uses his magic just to lift it and put it perfectly back in position. Mm-hmm. I would say this is so far the best visually. Mm-hmm. It was visually beautiful. Yeah. And it must have been a lot of CGI. It must have just been them in a, in a, in a warehouse, right? Because it was a lot of CGI, so... Mm-hmm. I don't know how fun that is to act, but it was great for us as the audience. Uh, yeah. So then they spend the next time trying to get up on the arc, and we can't shouldn't say no. But it definitely Tom Hiddleston even said episodes four and five are what really go up a level. And I've noticed uh, Marvel posting on their Marvel or Disney Plus, one of them posting on Instagram of new posters pretty much every week, and. For the first couple, it was Loki, and then maybe it was Mobius, and they did one for Sylvie. 
And the one for this next episode is the Timekeepers. Oh, okay. So I imagine this is when we're going to meet them. And apparently Richard E. Grant is... Oh, I love him. ...is a part of the show in some way. So I imagine he's one of the Timekeepers. Yeah, I love him. I found it interesting, too, that they said... um, Remember she said... Oh, I can't remember who said it. Oh, sorry. But one of them said to the other one, oh, she she wasn't... She was brought here. And Loki's like, that's weird because Mobius, is that it? Mabius? Mobius? Mobius. Mobius said, oh, everyone was born here. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty big reveal mm-hmm. that everybody in the TVA is a variant, which yeah. is what they tried to make Loki Sell. feel weird for. Mm-hmm. But that's actually what all of them are, which is also why Mobius loves jet skis, because that's in his life on Earth. He probably had one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a little bit of information that was like, hmm, I wonder what that's all about because he made it sound like no no everybody everybody's just born here right yeah and also the little nod to loki being bisexual i thought that was yes, a good yeah. way to just kind of drop it in there and not make it, a it big wasn't spectacle a, out it was of it. not a big spectacle at all it was very like oh do you have a special someone and then she said oh do you have a special friend yeah it was female, like it was and like then princesses or, 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 prince. or prince and he's like a little bit of both and then it just carried on and i was like excellent you right? don't need to make a big deal out of that no and she kind of said the same thing she was kind of like yeah me too like it was and then we just carried on with the conversation and i was like i love that both you and i were like yes that is that is the way to do something like that yeah it's not make a big deal out of it because it isn't a big deal because it is not a big deal love who you want to love man mm-hmm. yeah so great it was a great episode it almost because I, I thought because this was episode three I thought okay maybe a bit more of a setup but we clearly this is where we took a jump yeah we're we're amping it up now yeah Falcon and the Winter Soldier never really took a jump it was just kind of always action packed from the jump yeah totally different show like it was uh it was just it stayed at a level like nine ten the entire time whereas so, these other shows like Wanda and Loki has you know we go up we go down we Slow, kind of build, a bit of a slower burn yeah but like we have to build more of a story or whatever but i think winter soldier and falcon is it's just it is what it just was what it was like it was just it was more set for action mm-hmm. yeah all right uh let's go to our next movies movies for next week great how great was that loki talk <laughs> It's 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 a I'll edit it together. Don't worry. I'm not gonna edit this out either. I'm just gonna I'm gonna yeah. leave it in. And we talked about Loki. It probably was great. It's um we are a little behind on the Loki thing, so hopefully we can catch up and catch up and add add that part in after. Yes. All right. Let's pick our next movie. Okay. You don't have. Okay. I almost knocked over the recorder. I know I did. Sorry. I want a good one. I want a scary one. Okay. 38. Number 38, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Okay. A little Stanley Kubrick. Sounds good. All right. Now, what kids movie am I going to pick? I because know. Because that's how it has to be. Oops. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go out on a limb. I'm not. I'm still yeah. mixing up. I'm going to guess Monsters, Inc. Oh, my God. That would be so funny. Let's see. Number 61, Matchy? Matchy? Hacky? I can't really see. A dog's, a dog's tail. tail. Okay. I think sounds I think like a animated. Probably, sounds like good. Probably kids. Probably kids. Hope it's kids. Yeah. Space Odyssey. Okay. Space Odyssey and a dog's tail. Probably yeah. should learn how to say that, whatever the first name is. Yeah, it's H A C H I. Hachi. Hachi. Hockey. Hockey. 
Yeah. Hockey, a dog's tail. Hachi. Yeah. I mean, we'll Fun. probably watch it and then find out. How to say it. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Okay. So you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. And besides that, we'll see you next time. Bye.